0: Welcome to Health System CIO's podcast interview with Tom Barnett, Chief Information and Digital Officer with Baptist Memorial. In Part 2, Barnett talks about why he believes improving the patient experience starts long before they walk into a hospital or clinic, the many factors that attracted him to the role of Baptist, including the organization's unique relationship with EPIC, and what he does to ensure the vendor partnership extends far beyond the initial transaction. So at this point, what do you consider to be some of the the core objectives, either for this year or for the near future?
1: Well, um, I'm very, very fortunate. The organization is very strong uh, on their EMR, which is we are an EPIC platform. And uh, this organization achieved, if you're familiar with the STARS rating in terms of how much EPIC functionality is rolled out, Mm -hmm. Baptist Memorial was the first health system to achieve EPIC 10-star rating, which is the highest you can get, all of the functionality rolled out. They achieved that in 2017, and EPIC continues to evolve their products, and new features come out, uh, new applications are added, and the team has definitely been working through that. Even with the pandemic, we reattested and certified reachieving 10-star status this past September. So from an EPIC perspective, we're in an extremely good spot right now. So beyond that, from an objective perspective, what we're looking to do then is figure out, particularly from the first elements of that digital type of responsibility, let's take a look at how we're connecting with patients in the wild, so to speak, which is choose the search engine of your choice. Yeah. The minute patients decide, hey, I have a need or, hey, I have a question, what do those journeys look like and how do we define them and, and We want to work with patient focus groups to help us refine that. What is it you're really looking for uh, as you begin to engage with the health system from the first time you have a thought? And then as we can analyze those patterns, if you will, or those pathways, how do we make it easier? How do you anticipate at each step along that journey what the patient is looking for and make sure that, that it is available, be that searching for services, searching providers? filtering, you know, providers based upon different criteria. We've all been conditioned uh, through some of the great technology that's out there through Amazon. Now everybody's been doing a lot of that over the last year. But yeah. um, so we're very well conditioned at this point through, you know, through the Walmarts, through the Amazons, through, through searching for what we need. And I think healthcare is definitely needing to, to raise up and, and meet that same level of expectation by the patient. And for us, that, I think, lends itself well to what is the basket of technologies or what is a core technology that we need to help us meet those needs and then augment it with a, with a technology or two to um, fill in gaps, if you were. But definitely understanding those pathways and those journeys is, is critical first. So that's one of our major objectives.
0: Okay. okay. I see some of that theme coming through again about what does the patient journey look like and then how do we make it easier? So it's it seems like that just really seeps into so much of what the organization does as far as looking at how things are and, and the end goal. And can that be challenging sometimes with something like what patients want? Because there's no uh, there's no like one word answer to that.
1: No, there isn't. But I think rather than kind of approach these as a um, blank sheet of paper and what are you looking to do, I think you can spur thinking with individuals by throwing out some thought starters. And that's where I think regardless of market or where you're at in the country or even size of health system to a certain degree, patients are still going to look to do the same thing. I mean, as an industry, I think we could probably come up with the core Ten or twelve pathways that are almost and there may be variations by market don't get me wrong, but I think that dozen is pretty much going to be standardized and and we could probably rattle them off even right now, thinking it you know how do I get an appointment quickly? How do I have medications refilled? Do I need to come into an e r versus an urgent care might yeah. be a pathway I would love to be able to bundle some visits, so I know I have uh, an appointment, but need to see a primary care, but I have two kids who need to see specialists. How can I do this efficiently and make one trip to the health system? I think that's going to be top of mind for a lot of patients, and it's going to come down to convenience, and it's going to come down to how do I work best with health providers.
0: Right. That's definitely something that we're really seeing so much of across the industry is in terms of that increased focus on the consumer and on that digital experience. It seems like the important thing now is for organizations to really look at, okay, how do we keep this going or or what happens next now that we have had this experience with uh, increasing engagement digitally?
1: And I think what you've hit it on the head exactly. So to me, what the pandemic, other than all of the other obvious implications of it, it has both served as a catalyst and a propellant uh, to move healthcare toward Where we were inevitably headed anyway, it has just really advanced the time frame. So whereas I think organizations may have thought, yeah, we can have this digital model and we know we're going to be reaching out and we do a few video visits today, uh, but let's work into, build it into a set of goals and let's get there over time. Last year changed the game board for everybody. You can definitely see it in terms of just number of video visits for any health system. It skyrocketed up extremely fast. So that ability to scale up and meet that need, while overall I think it's probably come down to a certain degree as, as clinics have opened up, but from a technology perspective, that's now become the new normal. That's the new you're in the game at this level, and we can only keep pushing because uh, patients will demand it. I think they're definitely looking for us to stay up and even with that level of expectation that they've come to expect from anybody else with whom they do business.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. Now, for you, um, coming from uh, your last role was, was Rochester, and, and before that, you were at uh, North Shore University and Henry Ford, so some really um, you know, well-known organizations, but certainly you've been in cities, you've been in the <laughs> Rochester area, so what was it that really attracted you to this role at Baptist?
1: So I think a couple of things. It's a fantastic organization with a fantastic reputation. Uh, It was also at a scale that I found intriguing. So we are, from a market perspective, 22 hospitals. We're licensed for a little over 3,500 beds. We cover the northern half, if you will, of, of Mississippi, western Tennessee, and northeast Arkansas. They were just getting into and growing their Connect Program. so the EPIC program where you can, in effect, resell to smaller ambulatory physicians as well as hospitals. So we, were, we had our first few ambulatory physicians on Connect at the time I joined. We're now looking to expand that into Hospital Connect as well. So I think from that perspective, the ability to grow that portion of the program uh, was exciting. But the the innovative nature and, and I think the, um, the ability to take on new technology that was here was also a pull uh, as well, looking at that ability to be some of the first adopters of some of the new fantastic technology that Epic's been coming out with. I mean, for an example, our, we were using a video platform for video visits last summer, but Epic had come out with their new Looking Glass uh, integrated video experience, so it would be a lot more seamless for the patient. They were accepting uh, a limited number of, of organizations that they could implement with each wave. And um, we made the commitment uh, end of last summer to go with, with the Looking Glass implementation. And we were into that wave uh, in September, and we were, we were fully deployed on it by the beginning of October. So I think that oh, wow. type of agility for, a, for an organization of this size is extremely gratifying and uh, exciting to work with.
0: I'm guessing that you've had some experience with Epic uh, in your previous organizations?
1: All of the organizations that you just referenced have all been Epic Shops, absolutely. So I've been with Epic since the journey first began at at, uh, Henry Ford Health System back in Detroit. I was the IT lead that was appointed to our Epic implementation at that time.
0: Okay. Uh, Wow, I can imagine that was a pretty beneficial experience to have
1: it was a tremendous learning experience and it was uh it was also fantastically exciting as well
0: yeah i'm sure so you've seen how um epic specifically has uh grown and uh, evolved through the years i'm sure that's been interesting to have that uh you know front row seat to that
1: absolutely and and i think as uh, as we were getting toward the end of deployments and and so forth uh, at henry ford in detroit this this opportunity came up with North Shore in Chicago, which is an absolutely fascinating and very high-quality organization. It was also very innovative from a technology perspective. North Shore was, uh, you know, one of the first. It was the first inpatient uh, contract with Epic. So uh, they had a, a long history uh, with Epic behind them, and I think that exposure to that organization and and being uh, part of that team was, was an incredible. Uh, Experience to go through as well.
0: Right. And just wanted to to get some thoughts, you know, in talking about Epic, not just Epic, but any vendor. And um, just from your perspective, what it takes to have a, a good partnership with a vendor?
1: From my perspective, a vendor is looking for a sale, they're looking to sell product and to pitch things to me or bring them to my attention that may not be a good fit for us or may not even be something that's relevant sometimes. Partners are those individuals that become a key through their organization or through their you know, through their companies. They are a key extension of our organization. So a partner is somebody that's going to be at the table with us. They're looking at our challenges. They're looking at what we're attempting to do on the roadmap, and they're helping us think outside of the box or come up with a creative way to address a problem that we might not have thought about. And sometimes I can even include, they'll bring up an idea that may not even be from their company. A partner is going to help us to achieve uh, what our organizational objectives are. And they just build those long-term relationships. So those get cemented. So you definitely want to have your key partners within kind of your major service areas, you know, be it ERP, be it your EHR, um, from an infrastructure perspective, you definitely want to have those individuals at the table and make sure that to the greatest degree that you can, that you are transparent and that you're sharing back and forth because the synergy that, that's created there, that's really what propels the organization forward.
0: Yeah, I like how you put that. And finally, um as you had uh, alluded to when you and I first got off the phone, you spent so much time uh, in the north, so <laughs> I'm sure you're looking forward to a uh, different climate <laughs> in your area now.
1: I, I definitely love the uh, sunshine. I love the. I've uh, personally been uh, more inclined toward the summer months, and um, <laughs> what I like about the uh, the Memphis area is where it may get warmer and maybe a little more humid in the in the center of the summer at least what I've seen, you can enjoy some fantastic shoulder seasons from spring in, into uh, fall and uh, and at least compared to my experience in the north, a relatively minor blip for winter. So that that and a tremendous amount of barbecue is oh, wow. <laughs> very, very, uh, very good to have.
0: Oh, nice. Memphis is it's on my list of cities I like to visit when traveling becomes a little bit more <laughs> realistic, but I've always heard good things. So that's great. Well, I think that this, this wraps it up. Uh, if I have anything else, I'll follow up. But I want to thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And it's been great speaking with you.
1: Oh, my pleasure. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com podcast.